Hey everyone, welcome to another bonus episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and today we are going to talk about the Disney Cruise Line announcements that were made at Destination D23 a couple weeks ago. I, I intended to get this episode out last week, but time just seems to slip away for me more and more these days. So I hope you'll forgive me for the delay, but there were some interesting announcements that I wanted to be sure to inform you about. You've probably already heard or read about them, but maybe you didn't hear the announcements directly from the event. So I have the relevant clips to uh, to share with you today. For those of you who may not know, D23 is the official Disney fan club that you can subscribe to. I, I think it's every other year D23 puts on these expos where they have vendor booths, expansive exhibits, presentations by Disney insiders, exclusive movie previews star-studded panel discussions and, and a, a whole lot more. If you're a, a die-hard Disney fan, these are these really are can't miss events. I was fortunate to be able to attend the expo in 2022 and it it was really an unforgettable experience for me. It was it was awesome. Uh they're usually held the expos are usually held in Anaheim, California, but occasionally they'll do these destination D23 events where they, you know, they'll have the events at different locations, but on a a slightly smaller scale. And this year, destination D23 was held at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando. The presentation that I always look forward to, there's a there's a few really large panels that happen at these events, but the one that I always look forward to is the parks and resorts panel. It usually has a, a different name, but it's it's always filled with updates about what's going on with the parks and resorts around the world, which also includes Disney Cruise Line. Um, and a lot of times they, they break news that we, we haven't heard before. And it was at these events that we first learned about things like Lighthouse Point and that Disney Cruise Line was adding a third Triton-class ship. We also first learned the names of the Wish and the Treasure and got first looks at some of the ideas and designs that were planned for these new ships. And then at next year's expo, I I fully expect that they'll give us some details about ship number eight in the Disney Cruise Line fleet. And hopefully I I would love to to be there in person again for that. (laughs) I don't know if I've shared my story about my experience getting into the parks panel last year. I I may have done it on a previous podcast, but I'll, I'll share it again. It was my, it was my first experience at D23, um, at a D23 expo. So I, I literally knew nothing about how to prepare for it. All I knew was that they were having a parks and resorts panel and that I was expecting that we would get some information about, you know, the Disney Cruise Line's newest ship, which obviously ended up being the treasure. Attending this panel was the only reason that I made such an effort to go out to Anaheim. And in my mind, not attending the panel was... (laughs) was not an option and if for some reason I was I had to miss it it, it would have felt like a completely wasted experience so I, I really wanted to be there live for the new details about the next ship anyway my my friend Derek from rope drop radio uh, got me the ticket and I just assumed that meant automatic admission to anything that I wanted to do at the expo so but that turned out to be so naive of me and I and when I got out there I learned that you have to you know to sign up for these panels in advance and it, it's essentially a a lottery system for who gets in 
Needless to say, we were not picked for the Parks panel, and I was, <laughs> I was freaking out a little bit about my trip being ruined, essentially. So I started to kind of ask around and found out that they have a standby queue, but that entrance is not guaranteed to everyone who lines up. And the information that I had gathered was telling me that if you weren't near the front of the line, you probably weren't getting in. So naturally... The next question was, well, when do I need to line up to guarantee my spot at the front of the line? This turned out to be kind of a, an exercise in futility because every person that I asked gave me a different answer. I believe the panel was set to begin at 10 or 11 a.m., something like that. So I heard things like 4 a.m., 2 a.m., six hours before. I, it was all over the place. So my plan was to go to sleep early, wake up at 2 a.m., and then walk over to the Expo Center to get in line. I ended up falling asleep around 7.30, but by 10 p.m. that night, I was, I was wide awake wondering if people were already lining up. And since there was no way I was going back to sleep. I got up and headed over over to see what was going on. And to my surprise, there were people already lining up at 10 p.m. for, you know, for the thing the next morning. So begrudgingly, <laughs> I got in line knowing that it was going to be a long night. And as difficult as it was to sit on the sidewalk all through the night, I met a lot of really cool people and actually found out that most of them were lining up for a, a shot at some exclusive pins that would be on sale in the morning. And <laughs> I learned so much about the world of pin trading. I had no idea there was such a following and that, you know, there were these pins that were so desirable. And honestly, it made me it made me want to take up pin trading. Uh, so, you know, that was really fun to talk to people about that. It was a it was a really long night and time seemed to go by so slowly and you could tell some people were experts at this they had folding chairs they had mats to sleep on blankets they took turns running errands for food and drinks it was really quite impressive but i was just there like again i had no knowledge of of what was happening so i was just there but with what i was wearing and sitting on the the hard sidewalk uh for hours on end I think it was around 4 a.m. they started letting us into the building. But all that meant was that I got to now wait in line inside instead of outside. But at least at that point, I knew I was there. Um, I knew I was where I needed to be and I knew what my place was in line. And after all of that, I was probably the 10th or so person in line and I was feeling pretty good about my chances. So to make a long story short, I did end up getting in, but not until after the event had already started. And it opened with Jordan Fisher singing Happily Ever After because it was at uh, this this panel that they announced that they were bringing Happily Ever After back. So I would have loved to see that, but they, they let us in too late. And so I was a little upset about that, but I was really just happy to be in my seat and, and really excited for what was to come. So that was my experience. Sorry, that was probably way more information than you cared to hear about. But just know that if you ever attend a D23 Expo and there's a panel that you really want to go to, try to get on the official list so you don't have to, to wait and stand by like I did. I I didn't go through that part last time where you sign up in advance, but I, I heard that they allow you to select like your top three, your top five panels that you want to go to. A few people that I talked to said that if there's one that you really want to go to, if you only select that one, 
you have a better chance at getting in than if you, you know, if you made your top three or five choices, whatever it was. I have no idea if that's true or not, but that's probably the strategy that I would that I would use next time to to try to have a better chance at getting in. Anyway, that was last year's D23 Expo. Let's talk about what we learned from this year's event. I had lower expectations for this one because we had just learned so much about the treasure during the reveal event a few weeks prior, but there were some things that were not announced during the reveal that I was hoping maybe they were saving for D23. Like, we didn't learn anything about Moana during the parks panel presentation, and we didn't learn anything about the uh, Haunted Mansion theming, so I was, I thought maybe they'd be saving that for uh, for D23, but we didn't end up getting that though there were some things announced that we hadn't heard before. So let's uh, let's get to those. Thomas Maslam, who is the president of Disney Signature Experiences, which includes the Disney Cruise Line, led the DCL portion of this presentation and kicked it off with this. Today, we're going to focus on Disney Cruise Line, where we, yes, where we are preparing for a period of growth unlike anything, unlike anything we've ever experienced before. Right now, are you ready for this? Right now, we have three, three new ships in development, along with a brand new island destination in the Bahamas on Eleuthera. No new information really there, but he sets the stage for what, uh, for what he's going to talk about next. The three ships that he's referring to there, of course, are the Treasure, the Global Dream, which we'll hear more about in a second, and the still-to-be-named third Triton-class ship. The first thing he reveals is some new information related to Disney's new destination in the Bahamas, Lighthouse Point. And trust me when I tell you, there's some pretty awesome, great collaboration happening right now between our teams and some unbelievably talented artists and cultural advisors in the Bahamas. Because, you know, together we're going to shape an experience that truly celebrates the natural beauty, the traditions, the artistry of this one-of-a-kind nation. And take it from me. With some stunning, stunning, with a stunning shoreline that overlooks vast, vivid blue waters, it's only fitting that we are going to call this brand new island destination Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point. And I can tell you, we all can't wait for our guests on board the three-night preview cruise next year on the Disney Magic, June 6th out of Fort Lauderdale. These guests will be the first to get a glimpse at Disney Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point. Though we expected Lighthouse Point to get a new name, we hadn't learned yet what that was going to be, so that was new information that was shared with us for the first time. In the video of, of his presentation, they also showed us a logo, which has a, a similar font to what they use for Castaway Key. I don't mind the name, but I, I would rather they just drop Lighthouse Point and use Lookout Key exclusively. Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point is <laughs> its much more of a mouthful. I'm, I'm sure there's a reason why they're keeping Lighthouse Point in the name. Maybe it was um, part of the agreement to purchase the property, but it just makes it a lot harder to say. Anyway, after this announcement, I was hoping maybe he'd give us a little more information about Lookout Key, but that was the extent of the announcement. 
Next, he briefly mentioned the Disney treasure, which excited me for a second, but all he basically said was go check out the replay of the reveal on the Disney Parks blog, and then he shared some images of the construction of the Grand Hall from the shipyard in Germany. So not not really anything new about the treasure. And then after that, he moved on to discuss the new ship previously called the Global Dream. The very first Disney ship to sail from Singapore and throughout Southeast Asia. This seventh ship in our fleet is currently on the way in Germany and will feature, of course, the Disney service, the storytelling and the entertainment we know you love. But there is something you haven't heard yet. Do you want to know the name of the ship? Oh, you can do better. Do you want to know the name of the ship? Well, let's just say on this ship, our guests are going to embark on an adventure like any other, unlike any other. So, the Disney Adventure is the perfect name for this magnificent addition to our Disney Cruise Line fleet. Again, not much new information there except for the name, which I'm still upset about, but I've made my comments about that already, so I'll just leave that one alone. To wrap it up, Thomas Maslam closed out his remarks by giving away a cruise on the Disney treasure to someone in the audience, which was, that was pretty cool. What a good feeling it would have been to be in attendance and leave with a, a free cruise on, on, the, on the brand new ship. So that wraps up the Disney Cruise Line news that was revealed at Destination D23 this year. Like I said earlier, I was hoping for a little more, but it's still always fun to hear new information about future plans for Disney Cruise Line directly from Disney. There's a lot of exciting things going on with Disney Cruise Line right now. And, you know, with Disney's recent announcement about its plans to double its spending on its parks and resorts in the coming years, Hopefully that means there's even more to to come for Disney Cruise Line as well. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you next time.